Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I was asked the other day, what were the top things I learned through my time in the army? And I really had to have a think about that. And I thought, well, I'm going to do a podcast on it because it's actually, I find it pretty interesting what I learned. I did three years in the Australian regular army, joined at 17 years old. So I was a bloody very naive kid in those days. And I trained as a driver and driver instructor in the Australian regular army, posted to Wagga Wagga, did my basic training in Sydney and uh, did my driver's courses in Pakapanyal in Victoria, country Victoria. So if I think I have a very clear image of my biggest lesson, and that is time management and integrity with time. You know, the Army works, all the military, all the services, they work very strict time schedules. And I remember once I was scheduled on, rostered on to be a safety driver for when everyone completes their all their basic training at uh, in Wagga Wagga at the recruit training battalion, they their very last thing they do is a 20-kilometre route march, and it's bloody hard work. Anyway, I was to be the safety vehicle for it, and I had to be at work. I had to be have the car ready with the medic with me, everything ready to start at 5 a.m. to be there to meet the troops. I was late. I was late. I was 10 minutes late. Why was I late? Because I hit the piss the night before and uh, was sleeping half drunk. That's the truth. Not proud of it, but it's the truth. And turned up 10 minutes late. Nothing was really said, but I knew. I knew. I was in the, tr- I was in the shit. That's, uh, it doesn't get any worse for a driver than to be late for a task. In fact, we're meant to be 10 minutes early for a task. I was 10 minutes late. Anyway, the, the troops went off and did their route march that takes hours and got back after that and I was called into um, the boss's office. He was a, a warrant officer and a tough old Ooh, Mr. Lind. Uh, he was warrant officer Lind was a tough old guy. Very cool, but you knew when you are in trouble. Anyway, I was in trouble and I didn't go home for a month. That was my punishment. I was on 24-hour duty and I learned the importance of integrity around time. So I am excellent at managing my time. I set alarms. I have backup systems for everything. I don't run late. If something happens and it looks like I'm going to be late, even a minute, even half a minute, I will ring or I'll message and say, I'm going to be one minute late, two minutes late, half a minute late. I am spot on with integrity with my time. Now, I know a lot of you out there are sitting there thinking, but Jen, I've got time optimization syndrome. And I call that being a tosser, a tosser. And Alice and I joke about it, but being a tosser is when you you just go, I can do one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. But when you're late, it's it's disrespectful to the other person who started who got there on time. It really is. It is a sign of disrespect. And whenever I run speaking events or anything, people say, "Oh, we'll wait ten more minutes." And I go, "No, we won't," because that absolutely dishonors the people who made the stretch to get there on time. So, as a seventeen-year-old kid, that was a lesson I learned that has impacted me forever. 
and it really will. I have so much respect for time and so much respect for people who make the effort and turn up on time. So I will never disrespect that again. Big lesson. So time management. And I know, like I say, some of you are thinking, yeah, yeah, but I, I, you know, I always run late. Well, that's a bullshit story and an old habit that can be corrected. Okay, so prioritize, can't even say it, prioritize your tasks, set alarms, do everything you need to do and be on time. And in fact, in the army, we say that on time is late. A good driver is always 10 minutes early for a task because you budget to be 10 minutes early for a task because you never know what other things can come up that might impact your time. So first one is time. My time management is impeccable since being in the army. Second one is communication. I'm very, I say I've got a boy's brain with a girl's heart. I am, I'm very bottom line, clear, concise, straight to the point. Now I am ADHD and my brain processes so many things so fast and I think in pictures and all those things, but through being in the army, uh, I learned the importance of just getting to the point. So I'm I'm very good at taking a lot of information and bring it down, just simplifying it to this is the thing, like this is the battle plan, this is it, this is the thing. So that's been a really good addition to my life. And it's enabled me to be able to think on my feet because you've got to be able to process that information really fast. And I love that I can think on my feet so well. So that's one. Uh, the third one I'd say is respect. So this is respect for others, and I've talked about it in relationship to time, but also respect for self, uh, respect for the situation, respect for everything around it. So uh, in the army, you're an individual working as a team and one fails, everyone can fail. So there's so much um, energy and training around it and it's it's really important. And in, in your workplace and that, and I've, you know, I've been a lone wolf for a long time working for myself and nowadays that I'm back with working in communities and things, uh, I get it, and I've been able to bring skills from uh, my army days through to that. So, yeah, it's just—it's kind. Of, I like to think it's just common sense that respect is that we treat other people how we want to be treated. You know, kindness and um, respect. How else do you say respect? like not putting people down, not dissing people, not gossiping on them, any of those things. Just be a bloody good, respectful human being. So respect is one. Uh, number four I'd say is being able to adapt. Adapt. You know, in all your, your training, your basic training and all your different training courses you do, you do in the Army, they throw you in so many different situations uh, because you've got to be able to adapt and think on your feet. It's imperative to literally survival in the military. And as much as when I was in the army, women were not frontline soldiers. At the same time, you were put in situations that made you learn how to think, to, to assess what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, and be able to assess and then think on your feet to work out an action to deal with it. So whether it was in a, a promotion course where you were you know, learning how to, uh, to lead uh, it, it doesn't matter. It was like you were, uh, you, yeah, you learned to adapt. Uh, part of that is out of my days in the Army, I've actually got really good foresight. I can see uh, for, for potential obstacles way in advance. And I'm not living in advance, but I'm really good at 
kind of scanning and assessing uh, situations so that I can help prevent things uh, deepening into worse situations or problems and things. So that's been a real life skill that's been incredibly useful to me. I love it. I really love that one a lot. And probably the last one is resilience. You know, life in the army, the discipline of sitting there and spit polishing your shoes every damn day. Uh, I remember every day on my rookies course, my bedside table, you know, you had your, just your bunk and then your bedside table on, where it had to be spit polished within, like just had to gleam. And they'd be coming in, you know, the, the corporals would be coming in for inspection in the mornings and I'd be doing the light. There could not possibly be a speck of dust on it. Not not possible. It was as they were just ready to walk in the door, I gave it its last wipe and it was immaculate. And every damn day for my whole rookie's course, I got reported for my bedside table not being clean. Um, And it was just like, how, what, frustrating, what? What I learned after the course, and I've actually still, one of my instructors is a very, 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 very dear friend to my heart. Now, 40-odd years later, we stayed friends. We became friends after rookies. But um, I said to her, because she was the one who wrote me up every day, I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you write me up every day for my bedside table not being clean? Like it was immaculate. She said, well, if you you actually opened your eyes, every every soldier there was something they 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 pushed and pushed and pushed on little things like that because they needed they're helping to build you up uh to be resilient to be able to not lose your shit you know for something like your bedside table not being clean there was something it was just like relentless right through all your training and the different levels of training obviously you know there was different things and different situations but i even remember in rookies my bedside table, I got written up every damn day for that. And you're punished, you know, whether it was extra duties or extra parades, you you copped it every day. So how does that apply for me nowadays? Uh, when I'm in situations that don't go my own way, I've really learned to, to just take a breath and, and calm myself, that's one, and realise I don't have to have kind of all the answers to what's going on. I couldn't work out why. I didn't even think it was just part of the training. I'm going like, how I see? it made me kind of problem solve and all these things, trying to get this bedside table cleaner and more sparkly than things. It was really interesting. I had to break it down into the smallest parts and thinking every element, what are they seeing? I'm not seeing. Um, I asked for help. I asked other people who weren't getting written up for it. You know, what are you doing? What are you cleaning with? It was incredible. Um, I ran kind of the, you know, what's the worst case scenario? What could happen? What? You know, if I'm written up tomorrow, what could happen? Oh, I'm going to get extra an extra hour's drill at the end of the day or something or up early in the morning and do an extra hour's drill. Was, I was assessing things all based around this bedside table. And you're probably listening to me going, Jen, really? Yeah, really, really. I get now why they did that. As a 17-year-old kid, it, initially it pissed me off until I worked out I just had to work it out. And I had to stay open-minded. I had to be able to be flexible and adapt. I needed to be able to, you know, foresee what could be coming. It, it really, it was huge. I had to, impl- you know, plan, implement plans all along the way to be able to um, 
to try and bring a different result. At the end of basic training, which was you know a couple of months, I hadn't achieved a different result. I hadn't. But you know what? Reflecting back on that experience, um, it built me. It's one of those things that it's like, really? Yeah, really. It it was a defining moment in my life. To uh, and it wasn't life threatening or anything. But you know what? When you again, when you you learn to well put up with stuff, so I suppose that's all part of that self discipline they're building into you. You can just handle different stuff in life later on in life, way way better. You know, the army days. It my career did not go the way I wanted to with being an out gay woman in the seventies. Just it really didn't go well for me. And at the same time, it is the best thing I ever did in my life. That three years of my life, I've been out for, I've been out of the army for 41 years. That's like a lifetime ago that I even got out. I got in 44 years ago. And yet those days are like yesterday. And I have very, 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 very fond uh, memories of those days, even things like that bloody bedside table or being 10 minutes late, you know, turning up on time. I remember one day I, I was the, the um, like the driver bus thing for the, we were using combis in those days uh, for the hospital run, just on a regular driver's day duties. And I slammed the door on my combi. Holy shit. The world ended again. I didn't go home for a month. <laughs> I was on 24-hour duty for a fucking month. <laughs> but I learned to respect things, not abuse things. So, yeah, my my three years in the Australian Regular Army didn't go to plan uh, and were, they were still the most defining, grounding days for me to grow up and be able to think yeah kind of respect and and get what life is about i i treasure those days and i would recommend anyone to go into the army it's not easy um and i came from a very highly disciplined family but it's just it's a, it's a whole different level so i i really encourage young people to go into the military i really do, or one of the services because you'll get something in that you can't get on city street i will hire any ex-military person without even thinking about it and i've done it through in my businesses in the past because if i've got a certain you know toss up between an ex-military person and someone who's not i know how they're going to perform it's it's just another level so yeah i thought i'd share that i hope you found that interesting the healthy life hacks you might want to you know, if you are a tosser at the moment, a time-optimising syndrome person, you might choose to actually choose to be on time or 10 minutes early for everything and, and be respectful of everyone else's time. Whatever. You can go to the show notes, www.healthylifehacks.com.au and check out where I've written down the notes from what I've spoke about today to see if there's anything you want to implement into your life. But I promise it's been incredible value to my life. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple Podcast to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. 
And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.